on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, weekdays from 9 to 11, right here on WKOM 1017. You never know who's going to stop by. One of the leading voices, certainly in the Southeast, on college football, John Bryce with footballscoop.com. We have with us this morning Mike Keith, voice of the Titans. TWSAA Executive Director Bernard Childress. New York Times bestselling author, author of Three Ring Circus, which dropped yesterday. Mr. Jeff Perlman. The voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters, joining us. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome Teresa Walker. High school sports is what we do, but it's not all we do. Don't forget about Top 5 Tuesday and Wild and Wacky Wednesday. Be sure and check us out from 9 to 11 a.m. on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. 1017 WKOM. Maurice and I would like to take a little time to thank Robert Rogers and all the folks at Parks Motor Sales for sponsoring the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast. When you need special treatment during your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, visit Parks Motor Sales at 919 Nashville Highway in Columbia or visit them online at parksmotorsales.com. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Welcome back into the show. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. I am Chris Yow, joined by Mo Patton, J.P. Plant. Super excited to be with you here on this Monday morning as we are getting ready to have some big week in high school action. And we talked about all of that in the first hour. If you missed any part of it, make sure to check out the... Uh, the podcast, you can find it on our website, sm-tnsports.com, or wherever you get your podcast. Just search sm-tn sports today. I guess the first hour will be prep sports today, sm-tn prep sports today. Definitely check that out. And you can hear all of the latest in high school sports news in southern middle Tennessee. Now, as we do on Mondays each and every week, we are joined by our friend Chip Walters, the voice of the Blue Raiders. Uh-oh. Happy birthday. Is that a little Stevie Wonder there? That is Stevie Wonder. Good deal. I'll That's always you. not I, I try not to play the, the typical uh Happy birthday song. When when Stevie Wonder's available, you definitely pick Stevie, right? I mean. And the, Beatles, the Beatles version is good, too. So there you go. Oh, We'll remember that go. for next year. <laughs> I'm sure you will. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Chip is brought to you by the Law Office of Blake Kelly. Make sure to uh, find Blake on Facebook or on Instagram. He is specializing in accident injury law across the mid-state, or you can just give him a call at 615-305-4539. Ah, he said, no, ah, there we go. next year, who needs next year? Yeah, there we that's go. Right. Next minute, that's what it was. That's what uh, you meant. Hey, he's, that, well, that's why JP makes, makes the big bucks. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. So uh, you, you've cheated death another year, Chip. That's, that's correct. What he said. Congratulations. That's right. It's, it's, a, it's a struggle. We're, we're proud there. of we're you. All, we're, we're, we're all day-to-day, as you well know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, 
<laughs> oh, Chip. Um, um, hoops. Tough weekend. Tough, tough weekend for for the men on the road. Less tough for the women at home. But a little surprising for them as well. You're right, um, men. Uh, you know they. One of the things they have they have suffered with this year is is they have uh, had numerous games where they would have extended droughts, offensive droughts, and unable to score. And Friday night we had uh, that was that was the case with about a six or seven minute drought uh, in the ball game. Middle played really well, had the lead in the first ten minutes. Played extremely well in the final ten minutes, had it to four with just over a minute to go, and uh, turned the ball over and gave up a basket on the other end, which kind of took them out of it at that time. But had a, a, a you know a, a really tough uh, middle twenty minutes, and the and the issues were, I mean, were, were number one they they had the, a long offensive drought, but being able to defend the basketball. And uh, Old Dominion is very, very well coached. Jeff Jones has been there a good long time and has done a great job. And, boy, they just they sent uh, – I mean, they just did a really good job of spreading middle out and, and driving. And uh, if you look at the numbers off the box score for both games, the amount of points in the paint that – that uh, Old Dominion scored. Well, Friday night, they had a huge amount of points off turnovers and then had a big amount of points in the paint. Um, and it was. And the thing is, those points in the paint both days, Friday and Saturday, were not necessarily from post players. It is. It came from spreading the floor and guards driving their defender to the basket. And and so though I, I could tell in, in, in Coach McDevitt's voice after the game on Saturday that – you know he was really uh, ticked about their their defensive effort there because the points in the paint went even up more on Saturday, and even though the the uh, the turnover numbers came down, but uh, you know th- that's just something that has been a, a bugaboo uh, all, all year long uh, is is the inability to to be able to score on a uh, like they want to and. And the thing is, Old Dominion's not a great score. They're a very methodical offensive team. They averaged about 63 a game, that kind of deal. So you should be right in that, uh, playing more of a half-court style. It's much much contrast after the last outing, which was two weeks ago, uh, against Marshall. So totally different kind of preparation. And uh, now we're down to the last regular season weekend, uh, travel to FAU, and uh, for a makeup of the first series of the year, which was going to be New Year's weekend, and so Middles men are going to end up playing six straight road games before the conference tournament. And you know, it, it, you know, and the the one weekend you get snowed out happens to be a home weekend where you're going to play Louisiana Tech, and it you know it uh, knocks your uh, uh, knocks your uh, your senior day out and all that kind of stuff, but you know they, they're 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 continuing to, to move along, and uh, 
will be in the conference tournament. Do and the, uh, we do know that, and it looked like they were going to make it anyway. But the conference tournament uh, is now going to feature all fourteen teams instead of twelve, and uh, and they have added uh, what's basically a play-in game on Tuesday night between the six and seven seeds in each division. Now on the women's side, the Lady Raiders. Uh, I think we're kind of stunned on Friday night. Got upset, got knocked out and beaten by 17 by really uh, by an Old Dominion team that has they've had very Old Dominion's women have been the women's version of Middles men this year. They have you know improved their talent level, but they could never get them all there at the same time. They finally got everybody back and had practiced for a couple of weeks with their whole team back came into Murphy Center and, and won by 17 on Friday night and then had the game in hand on Saturday uh, and were up seven in the fourth quarter uh, before Middle uh, made a comeback and and, uh, and able to grab the win by four uh, on, on Saturday. And, and, and that, they're getting close to locking up the, the Eastern Division Championship. They'll have uh, – the women will have Marshall coming in this weekend to uh, make up a lost series from three weeks ago. And so that, that's, that's what the conference had. They left this coming weekend open for just this type of situation, not knowing who would lose what. The Louisiana Tech games for both the men and women are just not going to be played. So that's where you, when you start looking at the, at the uh, conference standings on both sides, it's, you know, there's, there's so many different game totals that have been played by different schools. Some will end up playing 18. Uh, Middle's going to end up, assuming we get everything played this weekend, will play 16 games in conference. And uh, others, well, I think 12 is the least that somebody will play, but there have been some teams that have just really had some tough luck on that. So that's why it's all coming down to winning percentage mm-hmm. in the uh, in the uh, in, in you don't even really need to look at the win-loss column. You just look, go right straight to winning percentage, and that's where it is right now. A streak stopped for Anastasia Hayes this weekend as she um, fell short of the 20-point mark in Saturday's win. I think she finished with 18. Is that right, in that 74-7 victory? I, th- I think that is correct. Uh, you're in uh, – and so yeah, but she's still the bell cow, no question about that. <laughs> and uh, and and right there in in the in with the nation's leading scorers, she is on every watch list that uh, that there is. And uh, so you know, and and you know, it was one of those things where her, yeah, her numbers went down, but the the team got a win. And uh, and uh, yeah, you like to have those those streaks going, but you know, you do what you do. To get the victory uh, in, in in the end, so they're they're in, they're in good shape right now. Uh, on the women's side, they have a uh, their winning percentage is seven eighty six. Charlotte is six six seven, and Charlotte has only played twelve games. Middles played fourteen with two to play. So uh, so they they're in pretty good shape. Uh, I think even if they get a at worst, get a split at home with Marshall, they'll wrap up the East. Okay. All right. Um, tough month 
for the Lady Raiders. I think they won their first game of the month and their last game of the month. They lost in between there along with, as you said, that um, that cancellation against Louisiana Tech. So they went a while without playing and went into that, you know, dead period on a loss, <laughs> lost a game coming out of it before they got themselves righted. But like you said, in pretty good shape going into this weekend as Marshall comes to town. Yeah, they got off to a really good start back in January and and built a big lead in in the conference and not that they're coasting in by any stretch of the imagination but but gave themselves you know uh, a, a little more than 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 a razor's edge as far as uh you know any room for for any uh any stumbles along the way but uh, yeah they're 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 in good shape and you know one of the things that uh and I think they would be you know, considered uh, the favorite or one of a couple of favorites going into the conference tournament down in Frisco, uh, you know, both men and women, uh, you know, the men's have, men is going to have their bubble in Indiana around Indianapolis and the women is in San Antonio for the tournament. The, uh, the uh, protocol is if you, uh, if you win your conference tournament, you do not go home. You just you stay, uh, like our women would stay in Frisco, or uh, if they win the tournament, or or the guys if they got hot, whatever. But the women, obviously, with a much better opportunity, they would either stay in Frisco for an extra day or so, or would move on directly to San Antonio and uh, and get in the bubble there. But uh, but that, that's part of the NCAA protocols. You could be gone for uh, I mean, you could be gone for a month. You know, if you let's say you make a whatever teams make the Final Four, they're going to be gone for a conference tournament week, then first round, first and second round week, uh, region semis and finals week, and then Final Four week. So you you could be gone for four straight weeks and and. Uh, so pack accordingly, <laughs> you know, and, and I would say, oh, poor babies, they get to spend yeah. some extra time in San Antonio. But I mean, it's not like you're going to be hanging out down at the Riverwalk either. So that's correct. Yeah. I mean, it could be anywhere, but San Antonio is a good host city for for that. Uh, and, you know, I think the NCAA picked two really good cities to we've got to do what we've got to do. Those are those are two pretty good cities that can handle it. Now, <laughs> what happens if you're in at large? Then, well, that's that's a good case. That, that's a good if you. I think you uh, if if you feel like I mean, and I think all the school they're probably. I'm guessing that the committees are going to be open, probably more open with schools this year than mm. any other, simply because of what you're talking about right now. Conference USA. Uh, Talking to, I was talking to Diane uh, Turnham, who was chair of the uh, women's basketball committee last year, and and she was chair of the tournament that never happened. Um, that she feels like that conference USA's representative is going to have to win the tournament. That there's not going to be an opportunity for an at large this year. Mm. And on the men's side, you know, the best opportunity was going to be for Western Kentucky. And that probably went away. Uh, you know, they 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 rolled the dice, played that 
played the game against Houston last Thursday to try to up their net. And, and it was a good net game for both teams, actually. And, uh, and I haven't looked to see where they, they are. But, again, you know, it is if you are an at-large team or, or if you feel like you have a great shot of being an at-large team. For the guys, the good thing is you're only having to wait one extra day. Because if you're there, if you make it to the finals, then, you know, the selection is the next day on Sunday. For the women, that selection is not made till Monday. So that's that's kind of why I think that the committees are going to be, you know, more open with their with the conference, at least probably to the conference level mm-hmm. of, you know, who does and who does not have a chance uh, at a at a at an at large bid. So that's just a, you know, it's just part of, you know, again what we're dealing with, and uh, as we, as we uh, come up quickly on the 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 anniversary of of all of this. Shifting gears just a second, Chip. Um, hoops isn't the only thing going on on campus over there this week. No, it's a little bit of everything. Softball's been down in Montgomery again, and they have gone south now, or. or well, they were supposed to have gone through for three weeks in a row, but they were snowed and iced out uh, two weeks ago. Um, and, and But baseball has opened the season. They were supposed to have been eight straight home games. Uh, they lost one of the games uh, the opening weekend, uh, but have played seven uh, straight home games. And, uh, and uh, you as a, a media member uh, would uh, love the fact that uh, all, none of the seven have started on the date or time that they were originally scheduled for, but they have gotten all seven games in. And this past weekend had two games that were actually moved from two from two o'clock on Saturday to eleven a.m. on Saturday and one o'clock on Sunday back to eleven a.m. Trying to find a window, and I'll tell you, I would have bet you a dollar to a donut hole that they would not have gotten all three games in this weekend but they got all three games in and really yesterday's game had a little bit of light drizzle and that was the only game that had any rain whatsoever but uh, the uh, Blue Raiders swept Bowling Green uh, State over the weekend out of the Mid-American Conference and got strong strong pitching Uh, the Blue Raider pitching staff got 40 strikeouts in 27 innings over the weekend. So that's, you know, and, and, and very, very few walks. And Aaron Brown has been the, the bell cow so far, kid out of Mount Juliet. But uh, there's a, they've used a lot of pitching because they played seven games in seven days starting last Monday. And uh, right now off to a five and two start. Peyton Wigginton from Page getting the win on Sunday, the um, the seven nothing victory, I believe it was, going six innings, striking out six, and former Spring Hill standout Bryson Thomas with a solo shot in that one as well. Um, a lot of local yep. flavor in this one. Both Briggs Rudder and Bryce Simlar came into the game late for MTSU in that one. Briggs from Zion and and Bryce from Columbia Central. So. Um, a lot of locals. Jaden Ham also from, uh, from grew up in Cullioca, but went to Central, and uh, he he is he he has uh, pitched twice already uh, in in uh, in relief. Uh, so so yeah, and Bryson actually I think pitched an inning the other day too. So he's he's a two way guy, and uh, and which makes him very valuable to the roster when they have to cut it down 
to go uh, into conference play. Talk more about that because I wasn't aware. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they typically, I mean, the, ro- the, the deal is the rosters have been expanded this year, mm-hmm. but, uh, I mean, you could, you could uh, put, it used to be 35, they expanded it to 40, but then once you get into conference play, they 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 knock your travel number down to it was like twenty seven I think okay. uh, last you know in last year well this year it's going to be in the mid thirties but still not you're not going to travel everybody that's on your roster right now because they do have a travel number okay. and that's what I'm talking about right there uh, the uh, the but the reason they're that number is still going to be up a little bit more than last year is you are going to be playing four-game series this season instead of three nine innings. You're going to play two nines and two sevens. You're going to play a doubleheader with two sevens uh, sandwiched in between two nine-inning single games. So you're going to go from playing, you know, 27 innings to 32 innings over the span of three days. And so they're allowing that uh, the extra few spots to uh, take additional pitching on the road with you or or at home, you know, just because both teams will have the same number of folks dressed out. Okay. Mr. Yao? Sounds like you've had, sounds like you've had a, uh, an, an eventful weekend. I was going to ask you about baseball, but uh, most on my thunder, so it's okay. Sorry, I do have I, one I question, just, uh, though. Yeah. Uh, ha, have you ever seen back-to-back balks <laughs> before? Well, uh, that, was yes. uh, <laughs> that was a very odd situation. That was a very odd situation. Yeah. That's one way to get a runner from first to third. And... <laughs> <laughs> very odd. Very odd. But, yeah. So, I, I, was, uh, I tell you, I was, I was there. I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention. to, And I'm not, I'm not sure what he was doing. But, uh, but neither he, was he. Know, he obviously did something <laughs> that, that was that uh, got uh, an umpire's attention. And, uh and you're right, back to back on back to back pitches. So, yeah, that was. Uh, and then, <laughs> give a, want to, hey, do want to send a shout out to uh, to my my Central High School classmate, class of 1981, Vance Ballou. Vance uh, uh, had been in the hospital and uh, just got got word this morning from uh, from Paula that uh, that things are he is home and he, is he home. actually said that. Good. Uh, he is home, okay. yeah, and uh, so that's good news. He's out of the hospital doing well. So, good news for Cat. <laughs> I love that Cat Baloo. That that one sneaks now, up. Jim on Cartwright you a bit. gave him that name. <laughs> well, that, as you could, yes, that, 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 that's not a stretch at all. No, though, that Coach no, Cartwright that, gave folks nicknames. That makes all the sense in the world, right there. Yeah, yep, yeah. Well, that's good uh, news, Chip. Way to um. Way to leave us there. Got things on a good note. Absolutely, yeah. Chip Walters on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. He's brought to you by the law offices of Blake Kelly. Blake specializes in accident and injury law. You can find him on Facebook. You can find him on Instagram, or you can call him at six one five three zero five four five three nine. Chip, thank you, sir. Appreciate it, fellas. Have a good week. 
Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee.